Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us. Check out IWC, RWA, and more. And listeners like you, support this show at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. It is the Mayhem Monday Wrestling Wrap-Up. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter. Still here by myself in Sorgatron Media Central in Beachview, Pittsburgh, PA. I don't know. I think that's where I'm at. I don't know. I haven't left. Mike, I haven't left the county in 30 days. This is not okay in so many ways. Look, I so much has happened. I'm drinking beer during Raw, and I wear a do-rag now. This is where we're at with things. <laughs> this is what's happening. Mike, how are you Hi, doing? Sword, I don't even know what's going on. But I, I do know this. I'm making a target run in the morning. Oh. And I'm real excited about it. Oh, jeez. I can't... Ugh. I'm like I'm no 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 I'm I'm actually excited about why it are you you picking up something cool? I don't sort. I'm going to see other people. Oh things. oh, you've been like fully home arrested. Yeah the the only time I've really gone out I, I I will tell you the two things I've done in the past month that were not just walking around my area here where there are not a lot of people. I went to the UPS store. Mm. Hot date. Oh yeah, UPS store to um, get something notarized. Okay, so very, very official shit. A lot of that going around these days. Yeah, um, and I, and the guy had a face shield on. I had a mask on. I had gloves on. It was very clandestine. <laughs> it's a good word. It's a good word, kids. It's Monday it night. It's a, a good, good word. word. Yes. And the other thing I did was I went to our local grocer. Our local uh, Adams Fairacre Farms, but that was when I was thirty-six. <laughs> so it's been a minute oh. since I've been in a store around people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I and um, like, I... and like, and like, we have to go in separately because these are the immunocompromised hours. Mm. Because your boy's an asthmatic. Mm, yes yes uh by the way speaking of which i want to give a small shout out to our boy rev um he is dealing with some stuff potentially uh covid related he is quarantined for 14 days and man i'm worried about him not just for his physical well-being but for his mental well-being being stuck in one place if if i know rev he is already working on a comeback angle I think it was today. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, he is like, yeah, yeah. Like, if you think Seth Rollins has been laying it on thick, oh brother, <laughs> you ain't seen. It nothing was, I, I, you know, what? Rev, Rev, you know, you know, it's not Rev is not just thinking like that's Rev, right? And yeah. and uh, he had a very even while as he was uh, kind of struggling doing Facebook Live talking about what's going on today. He was on for like fifteen minutes, uh, and uh, uh, still positive, still uh good with things but uh yeah um so um uh, uh thoughts and and prayers if you will uh, uh go out to him 
Uh, so, you know, friend of the show, always positive. And uh, give him some positive back, please, Mayhem Nation, for sure. Uh, tweet him. Tweet him if you're hearing this. And uh, give him some love over on his page or his Twitter or whatnot. He is listening. So, um, so. Uh, but anyways, so, um, Mike, what the hell's going on? I, right, I, well, for, I mean, for, I'm, for, I'm, I was fine with wrestling, but I'm as fine as I ever am with wrestling these days because... I, I watched I watched like three different wrestling shows and I can't complete one of them. Before we get into wrestling, all right, I have a very important Lego update slash question. You're right because that's really what this show's about. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm gonna be starting a new set soon. Okay. Um, I'm running out. You're running out. Uh oh. Running out. What but, is that? A steamboat? Steamboat Willie? Yes. I need to know which one to do next. That feels easier than what? Now what? What is that Harry Potter? Uh, this is the Harry Potter, uh, the Hogwarts Clock Tower, okay. featuring all of uh, all of the youngins in their Yule Ball best. Now, is this uh, th- is this is a different scale than than the big Hogwarts, right? Oh yeah, no. Uh, these, all right. Hold on. the The smaller Hogwarts sets, yes, which is really funny, and I found this out when I did the night bus. Mm-hmm. Um. If you take all of the smaller sets and connect them, you will get a much larger Hogwarts. No. <laughs> For the regular size mini. Wait, things. wait, wait, wait. So if you keep going, because you if will. If I keep going, there, there's a potential for me having an entire Hogwarts around my desk area. One big enough for your cat to live in. One big enough for me to practically live in, Sorg. Mm. Because honestly, if that's the way this goes, I may be forced to stay in this room just because my fiance will be tired of me. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Yeah, solid. Yeah. So yeah, so which one should I do, Steamboat Willie or I, or Hogwarts? Have you done any of the other parts already of the uh, potentially mega Hogwarts castle? All the ones that are available. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So, so yep. that's the last one. No, no, no mean, there's only three, there's only three available right now. But they would so connect. Can you Harry the other Potter, two? okay. Harry Potter is a very has deeper lore than the Mayhem show. Okay. <laughs> what you don't say? Yeah. Well, no, like because there's one set that's up there. Yeah. That is the uh, Hogwarts um, Great Hall, I believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's one set that's over there that's kind of like a a hallway and a partition set. If you do this other one, will it will you be uh, devising a way to get bring all these together? No, no, not Evan, yet. Evan, Evans, no, not yet. Like they, because I have a because right now this is only something from movie four. They haven't even released sets from like movies five, six, seven, and eight yet. So, like, they haven't released a Chamber of Secrets set, which I know they will do. They're they're jumping all over the board. So okay, okay, okay. Um, mm, man, yeah. that 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 tempers my answer. Steamboat Willie, because I just want to see how that goes. Okay, because Steamboat Willie, come on. Yeah, I mean, it's only seven hundred fifty-one pieces. So sadly, only. I'll probably be a quick I'll probably be able to get it done in a night. You just check that off the list. It's just I, I like I like. I listen. I've been stacking up short games so I can feel like I've completed more stuff. And also, you know what? Maybe maybe I can race the night bus against uh, Steamboat Willie. There you go. Ooh, I like these. 
Yeah. Um, my accomplishment for the weekend was beating Assassin's Creed Brotherhood and starting Rebe- and sp- starting Revelations. I, of mm-hmm. course, am halfway through Black Flag and have not come back to it. I just felt like I wanted to go back to Ezio. And I have okay. the nice, um, I have the nice uh, Xbox One editions of those games. So, um, you know, it's kind of fun. I, I just, I don't know, I just love that era. So of of Assassin's Creed, I, I like the new stuff too. And Missy's playing the Unity in France. And uh, what did she send me a text today while I was sitting here watching Raw here in the studio? Because uh, she went home, did some has she has some conference calls, and and, and she brings me a title uh, from Paris Stories in her game. Uh, my kingdom for some whores is the title of one of these missions. So I said the same thing during Animal Crossing. Yeah, one night I would get I, one night last week I started getting texts. Was like I just found myself in an orgy, and I'm like, excuse oh, me. Oh, oh <laughs> by the way, um, shout out to friend of the show Dutters. Dutters sent me masked wrestling figures <gasps> in Animal Crossing. No. So in return, because I am a generous person, I sent her a pinball machine. I love this. I'm not going to get into this, but I've also moved my house. So I'm sitting at the top of a hill surrounded by tall trees and Godzilla. So uh, there's this um, Quinn Magnum. I don't think you've met him digitally yet or are aware of him. He's doesn't sound familiar. Uh, he's a former NWA uh, 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 North American champion, by the way. Uh, I mean, who isn't? <laughs> uh, this is before TNA ruined it. Um, but anyways, uh, but, uh, he, he was asking, like, like, should I get Animal Crossing? And I was like, are you interested? Are you interested in the fact that... Um, you can make a wrestling ring with with animals to fight in. <laughs> so that's that's. I loved God. This this show's not about wrestling anymore. It's just wrestling adjacent. But that's where we're at. I mean, the show. I literally just, just mentioned wrestling figures. Yes, they were in Animal Crossing, but I did. Um, Katie mentioning that uh, she went to her niece's. Um, yeah, was it I a birthday this. party? She, yeah, she threw a party, and even like I guess her teachers were coming and everything. Yep. And I'm mm-hmm. watching on like Instagram stories, and and I was like, and there's a whole like she created games, yeah. like she did yeah. a hide and seek game on the I island. honestly wish I had thought of this. I this honestly wish I had amazing. And just thinking about like, uh, there's um somebody, I think you put this public, but um uh friend of the show Shirley Doe has been creating like everybody in rise uh on fire pro oh nice I, but it's on ps4 and i have the pc version so i'm so pissed uh and there's even an indie wrestling.us ring that he made for us <laughs> and I'm just like, damn it do i have to get a ps4 now uh but anyways i've been, I've been wondering that myself i'm i'm gonna switch before i get anything man but yeah, yeah I mean, let's so again, you're gonna it. get animal crossing God, get if, animal um, crossing Get Animal Crossing. If 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 I don't even, I don't even know if I am, but if I get a stimulus, because then I can send you wrestling figures. If I get a stimulus check, I I may have to be irresponsible and get a uh, get a uh, switch. <laughs> that might be what's happening. Because <laughs> hey, you know what? Stimulus checks are for your mental and physical health. I guess so. I don't know what it's for anymore, but anyways, that's no a, one knows what it's for. Anymore. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But, yeah, I mean, depending on who you talk to, that should last you ten weeks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoo, boy. 
Yeah, exactly. no, everything's just anyway. fine. Everything's just fine, guys. Yep, we're great. We're great, everyone. Um, Sorg, I have a good thing in wrestling this week. Yes, it's from AEW. <gasps> what? The Bubbly Bunch. <laughs> was that from two weeks ago? I don't know. It's all it's all just mushed no. together. And it's another pretty show. Sure, I didn't pretty, sure it from, pretty sure it was from this week. Um, just Jer- just the entire inner circle mm-hmm. on their phones, having a Zoom hangout, and just talking shit. And I'm like, this is what wrestling could be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nay, nay, mm-hmm. should be. There's, I man, so and I think it's very niche because now a lot of people are kind of we have we have like two or three initiatives we're working on right now that. I'm trying to figure out where, you know, I don't know if you saw, did you see what we did with RWA on Saturday night? I did not. Okay. So we did a watch along with UPW like two weeks ago, right? Like had handsome, the roster on, they talked about their old matches and stuff from, from like the first year and a half. And, and then for uh, RWA, I'm like, do you want to do something like this? Do you want to do kind of like, you know, my first idea was having the guys come on and just like promo each other on, on, on hangout or something. Right. And what we ended up with was a 64-person interactive tournament. Mm-hmm. You seen okay. this? I, I, I heard. I heard tell. You heard, heard tell. tell. Um, and I'm amazed the promos that they got for this. Uh, Mike, I'm going to send you a couple of them. A couple of them are buried in a two two and a half hour stream that we did. <laughs> but you need to see Chris Taylor's promo on Honey Badger. Oh boy! It involves Hello Kitty, as it should. Yes, it's now. Now, did he tell her to Google Charmy? Because I've been told you should not Google Charmy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think no, because we Google Charmy all the time. Because no, none of us knew what the hell we were talking about. I know, but day. you're not. We shouldn't Google Charmy. But don't like, Google Charmy. Like don't Google Charmy. Like, like I, and it's not don't Google Charmy. Like don't Google the blue girl with safe search off. Okay, guys. Trust That's me, true. I That's found true. out in the 90s. Also, also, don't Google Sonic the Hedgehog will say search off. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know, just leave the safe search on, okay? just No, no, take it off. Take it off. Live a little. It's it's Corona time. <laughs> what else are you going to do? Flatten the just curve. make sure you're not on your work laptop. Listen, if you really want to explore the world and the, in, in the outer, outer reaches of your mind... Um... Baby Demento? <laughs> <laughs> That's where he was from, Sorg. The first raw main eventer. Listen, bro. Nay, the predecessor for Angel Garza. Listen, what? What do you mean predecessor for Angel Garza? Garza main eventer raw tonight. That's true. That's true. Wait, so do we just... Little did did Damien Demento know that 1,402 episodes later, Angel Garza would also be main eventing. Who knew? No one knew. Who knew? Was Angel Garza, Garza even born yet? Likely not. I'm sorry I did that while Probably you were drinking. Not. I'm sorry I did that Probably while you were drinking. Not. Jesus, I almost destroyed this laptop. <laughs> that would have been terrible. I'm sorry. I like said that. I just saw him going droop. I'm like, oh no, here we go. Well, now, we I'm, go. now I'm just typing to see how old Angel Garza is. <laughs> You're going to be very hold on. sad. Hold on. hold on. No, no, no. No. Uh, raw first episode. This is. It's. Oh, it's a photo finish. It's it's very close. No, Angel Garza was born September twenty third, nineteen ninety two, 
Raw's first episode, January 11th, 1993. Wow. That's very close. Wow. Mike, that is very, that is very, very close. So, Mike, I've been exploring. Is this the podcast to talk about? I mean, good for you. Yes, Queen. I mean, not, I don't shame. I mean, not 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 like no safe search, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog search kind of way. But uh, uh, I, I so I again, I've always I, there's still so much wrestling I haven't watched, Mike. But not to mention just the stuff in the last week or month. But um, and I'm so sorry I'm touching my face. I know that bothers people. Um, and now the audio people were bothered because I said it. Uh, but. <laughs> But uh, or, I, 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 as long as you just wash your hands before podcasting, you're fine. I don't know. I did at some point. I'm only touching myself. Um. Anyways, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I got a snort. That's what this show is. Anyways, um. <laughs> I like, still going. Oh, you broke me. Oh, fuck. It's usually me who breaks you. Yeah. You fucking broke me on that one. Yep. Jesus. That's where we're at. The oh, tables boy. have turned. The oh. tables have turned. Hold on. Hold on. What that are you doing over there? That's good shit, pal. <laughs> ah, yeah. Oh man, I don't even oh, know what I'm doing. No, wow. no, just no. I, you know what? I have devoted to we are going to podcasting. I have not promised yeah. any quality of this podcasting. I just know we're going to hit record. Be and fair, really, sword. have we ever promised quality? It's basically the same thing for the last fifteen <laughs> years. I mean, let's be honest about this. Anyways, um, what was my point? Oh, I was discovering uh, stuff. I've watched. I've watched the whole twenty minutes of Dark Side of the Ring. <laughs> about brawl oh, for all oh. because i want to see those those great interviews with bart gun and um <laughs> and i mean just for just for the sake of larry um sure and uh and uh i watched i was starting to watch something and again like that again that early 90s like i fell off for a little bit so like you know watching weird stuff from usa network in 1993 is news to me mm-hmm. <laughs> so i found a sunday night was a Sunday night slam and it looked like it was heading into Survivor Series 93 or 94. And it looked like it was a comparable thing to like the uh, SummerSlam slow- showdowns and things like that. Like those I were aware of because okay. I would thankfully be at my, my relative's place uh, that had cable and I would record it while I was there. So I, then I would watch it far more than I probably watched SummerSlam because that's what I had. <laughs> Which <laughs> yeah, is that, so strange. Probably, Here, like, I don't, I don't know. Everything that happened in SummerSlam 89, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was not a great pay-per-view, but it was the first tape I owned. Where where was the one? Was it Survivor Series? No. Was it Mania? No. So there was, there, was, there was a Survivor Series one, and there was a SummerSlam one. And I noticed, I, there was something very specific where I noticed everybody that was on it won their match at that pay-per-view. Hmm. It was like a weird one-to-one. Mike, I'm going to tell you a little something about myself. That I don't okay. think I've ever explained on this show. Okay. So early days of wrestling didn't have like as I've said have, didn't have cable until '96, so couldn't really get pay per views or anything like that. I'd watch it when it was, but I would rent all the time the WWF shows and pay per views, and, and sparingly the best of. Eventually, they got rid of those, and they were just the big four pay per views. So I never got to see King of the Ring after a while. Um, but 
man, I would rent these guys over and over. And I would write the matches and who won and lost. Okay. Like, I was my own internet page. I was my so own. You were you were a cage match. It was proto cage match, basically. It was Sorg okay. match, and okay. and I kept these. I don't know. It was probably more a pile of of paper. Oh no, I did have a notebook. I did have a notebook that I kept this in. Good, uh, good it, old spiral. Good it, old spiral. Good notebook. old spiral. It was probably a mead a mead notebook. It might have had the Tasmanian Devil on it. Maybe okay. Snoopy. Maybe Snoopy. Um, and and then like you know again watching the Survivor Series showdown. Watching that Survivor Series eventually, uh, three months later, once on VHS tape in the big box, you know, the big wide boxes that were really cool back then. And um, and uh, I'm just like, wait a tick. And, and I compare notes and I'm like, I think something's up with professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I think there might be something so, to this. So, Sorg, what you're saying is wrestling doesn't really work. On paper. Oh boy. <laughs> um, Sorg, do, do you want to know something about me? Hmm. When I was renting wrestling tapes back in the day, I I was renting them in order, so I could <laughs> like, because like the first wrestling bit I ever saw was Jake the Snake and the Macho Man with the snake and everything. Mm-hmm. But then once I realized what it was. Um, I believe WrestleMania eight was coming up mm-hmm. or it just passed. So I was like, whatever, whatever the next big show was, my goal was to be caught up in WrestleManias in everything, in every, tape I could, in every tape that I could rent. So I went back and I rented the first WrestleMania, mm-hmm. then the second WrestleMania. Then I looked at the dates on the packaging and I'm like, What's the next one? And I'm like SummerSlam eight, SummerSlam eight. Like I went all through them, hmm. and I also I put in my diary that had a little lock when I would write when when a wrestling when when a when a result in a wrestling match really upset me. <laughs> really, Frodo Mad Mike. So the only the only two I can remember, mm-hmm. and one I understand, did one one I have since understood to this day, mm-hmm. which is fine. The other one still angers me. Mm-hmm. Okay, the first, which is the one I get why it happened, Sergeant Slaughter beating the Ultimate Warrior, mm-hmm. and. I mean that that makes sense now. A lot of it makes sense now. But the one I still can't get over, Sorg. And to be honest, I don't think I'm ever gonna get over it. The ultimate warrior kicking out of not one, not two, not three, but four flying elbow drops from the Macho King. What? Is that seven? Because, yeah. 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 Do you remember Still the part? Were you also perplexed about the part where he like started walking away from the ring with his jacket on? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was never a warrior guy, as is as is very evidence on this show. Yeah. <laughs> Considering I talked shit about him the day before he died. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. yeah, that was smooth. 
Yeah. Hey, you know, let's be honest. He's done enough to deserve it. Exactly. It I mean, to be said. I mean, said, I, I, I feel bad. A man passed away, but you know, despite the fact that, said. despite the, the the fact that he told you not to go, not to smoke back in the day. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they. Well, I mean, <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Hey. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Snuka also said, "Don't murder people." <laughs> um, I need that P. I need that PSA. Where <laughs> 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 was that? At? But um, yeah, like I don't know, it still bothered me. Yeah. But yeah, so so I mean, Sorg, we would have had a great podcast when we were like ten. We would have had the best podcast when we were ten. Would have been great. I mean, it would have been like I mean, I did have one of those like tape recorder things, and I did some kind of fun stuff with it. But um... <laughs> Sorg, let's just go back in time. Yes, get a really long string, mm-hmm. and two cans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you would have been if I knew you. If I knew you back in the day. You would have been my pen pal. That's true. Because that would have been what this show would have been. Oh, my God. Yes. I love this. I love this. And Wheels says he has WrestleMania 1 on VHS. Yes. Yes. I still have have my closing video video clamshells from that same video store. So I actually bought the tapes that I had rented several times. (laughs) I never bought... The only pay-per-view I ever... Oh, they're not pay-per-views. They're not pay-per-views. They're... No, no, I know, but the only pay-per-view I ever owned a VHS of was SummerSlam 89. The rest of the tapes I got were like UK Rampage 92 and shit like that. Like The big event was the one oh. I got. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Out of, uh, what was it? CN Center, the baseball field yep. up in Toronto? Yep. It was the What was the main event of the big event? Oh, fuck. Come on. You know it. It had a shit ending. Was it? No. No. It um, was between WrestleMania 1 and 2, probably. Was it a tag team match? I feel like it was a tag team match, like Hogan and Mr. T. No, it wasn't. No? Actually, I might have my ear wrong. Well, are you are you thinking of are you thinking of the big event or the main event? The big event. Alright, now I'm looking at I do that. believe that is Hulk Hogan and Paul Orndorff. Uh, let's see. It was it was in 1986. Yeah, Hogan and Orndorff. Yep. Yeah. Also, Giant Machine was part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Giant Machine. I wonder who that was. And uh, and I believe also uh, uh, Ricky Steamboat came to the ring with the Kimono Dragon. And it's the only and time he, I really wrestled- had seen that. He wrestled a snake pit match against Jake Roberts. Yes, and then Bobby Heenan proposed that the uh, uh, the dragon could take off and jump into the lake or something, and mm-hmm. that bothered me. Yeah, yeah, I could, I, I could see where that would be an and issue. They're not okay with snakes and lizards. Still not okay. Yeah, with snakes. boy, Sorg, this does not look like a great show. <laughs> but it happened in a baseball field, man. Sorg. Sorg, you got Don Morocco and King Tonga fighting to a 20-minute time limit draw. I can tell you, Don Morocco will always be my rock. <laughs> Said no one. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Fuji Jason. Uh, Fuji Vice like a motherfucker. Uh, that's true. That's oh, true. I can't, I can't find Fuji Vice. Where are we at with things? So we're... Um, wrestling! Wrestling. We are solidly... We were solidly in the... I don't know where we're at. I mean, 
and the, at least nothing crazy has happened since like Wednesday. Uh, well, <laughs> oh, oh, the thing I need to tell you, Sorg. Um, now I'm not gonna say that this idea was overheard. Okay. Um, by me at a certain place that I won't mention. Ozeros. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that an idea I had oh, no. and, and brought to life 10 years ago in my e-wrestling federation. No. I will, I will wait for you to finish. Take your sip. Take your sip. There we go. That's, that's, for, that's for you ASMR people. Mm-hmm. We um, love you ASMR people. Sorg. Sorg, right. have I ever told you about a little concept that I was the brainchild of called Five Floors of Hell? No! No! Sorg, Sorg let me tell you about this. Uh-huh. Because this, uh-huh. this, is an idea, this is an idea I had that you can only get away with in an eFed because it's not real. So you don't yes. have to worry about so you don't have to worry about the laws of physics or mm-hmm. civil decency. Um basically also professional the, wrestling. Also yes. I, I'm looking at you, Punjabi prison. Basically, the federation that I was involved with called Professional Championship Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Very good name. It's professional and it's championship. It covers yeah. all the bases. And it's wrestling. Uh-huh. Um, and maybe so the least want, important word of the two. Yeah, we we wanted a money in the bank concept, but we're like, how do we do something that's different? I came up with the idea because I because ever since my days working at IBM, I had had this idea. Sorg, the match took place in a service elevator. In a service elevator. In a service elevator. Two people. Two people started in the service elevator. Okay. Right? Okay. On the, on the ground floor. Stop me when this sounds familiar. They had to fight their way to the roof of the building. Mm-hmm. Um, they had to stay in the elevator. Every floor, someone new would come onto the elevator. Um, eliminations could happen by pinfall or submission. Okay. Anywhere in the building. But, it, but if, an, if an elimination happened in the elevator... They they were they obviously couldn't leave the elevator until you got to the next floor. Mm-hmm. So they could beat the shit out of the person that just beat them. Mm-hmm. Whoever was left when you got to the fifth floor, then fought out onto the roof. Again, stop me when this sounds familiar. To grab a ladder again, stop me when this sounds familiar. To get a briefcase on the top of the roof of a building. Stop me when this sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a concept I came up with ten years ago, and my my buddy Jesse from Team Hammerfist. I told him, I said WWE just stole five floors of hell, and he did a quick Twitter search. He's like, "What the absolute fuck?" <laughs> In all caps. <laughs> So, yeah, um, I'm not going to say that it was a stolen idea. 
I'm gonna imply it was pretty heavily influenced by an idea I had. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I had a dream last night. Oh. <laughs> you ready for this? This is not yeah. this is similar, but not. And I was actually I fuck it, I'm just gonna put this out there. And with these empty arena shows, I don't even care if an indie does it, because I'm not gonna fucking do it. Uh but or, or yeah. suggest to anybody I can probably do it. If you're actually even thinking about a place that could possibly happen. What about a battle royal, Mike? Mm-hmm. But it's not an over-the-top battle royal. Okay. It's an over-the-barrier battle royal. You, you have to throw them over the barrier in the empty arena. I'm thinking like the performance center setup. Okay. It was epic in my dream. I can tell you that. I got this thing booked out. Huh. <laughs> oh, oh. That's oh. yeah okay. Like it Angel Garza got eliminated tonight. It seems a little TNA. Oh, it's very TNA. It's very TNA. It a little TNA. Although I gotta say, when AEW did the Battle Royal and everybody started on the outside before the Battle Royal, mm-hmm. I like that. I like that rush. Oh, you mean like like everyone rushing in at the same time? Yeah, the bell rang. Everybody rushed into the Battle Royal, and then you Battle Royal, right? Yeah, no, that's how it used to be. Really? When? Back, way back in the day. Like, not like, on the like, old like, most unusual matches uh, uh, no, tapes no, that like I NW, have. Like NWA, Jim Crockett. Oh, really? Oh, I haven't yeah. seen much of that. Is that on the network? Uh, there might be. If you... uh, just, just go to the network, search Battle Royals. So Battle Royals, uh, NWA, uh, uh, Crockett yeah, it's, it's, kind of stuff? If, if you search Battle Royal, hmm. like, pretty much every Battle Royal that's ever happened should come up. Mm-hmm. Also, um, Oscar Potter's bringing up, and I love this tweet. Oscar is playing Donkey Kong for preparation for this match. As she should. That was As she should. Um, she should also play Elevator Alley. Yes, also applies. Elevator Alley. Also, the Die Hard arcade game. Ooh. Hey, what's up, Dutters, in the chat room, by the way? Dutters! Here's her burning from earlier. I also have tagged her on Twitter, so. Uh, yeah. But. <laughs> all right. Now we've given, out, given away all of our good ideas. Um, I, I, at this point, like I'm just gonna start giving out bad ideas. Let's <laughs> see what happens. Because I mean, WrestleMania, uh, yeah, Firefly Funhouse, mm-hmm. Boneyard match, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we pretty much sort we're calling a lot of stuff. It's it's almost like they're actually being creative, mm. and no, like. Like they're, they're, they're when you paint it in a corner and you need to fight out of it, it's amazing Nobody what's going to happen. Nobody puts baby in a corner, from what I've heard. No, no. From various sources. Nobody puts da- Bailey in a corner. What? Hey, we want some Bailey. Hey. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, by the way, but now the it's way, more so good. Why is Tamina getting a title shot? Mm, Tamina? Is she? Really? Is she, yeah. what, if she's in the match? No, she's getting the title shot against Bailey. Because you need a bullshit title match, so something happens with. Um, but all right, but yeah. what, but of all people, the week that the Dark Side of the Ring premiered. Hey kids, not all the snookers are bad. I don't know. I don't for for this is the company, and uh, can I address another thing too related? Because you sure. know. Other than we probably don't ever mention Tamina's last name ever or her lineage, right? Yeah, it's uh, Samoa, right? Yeah, Tamina yeah, something Samoa? like that. Yeah. Tamina Samoa. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> there was something going around about because there was a story about uh, Vince has decreed that Roman is not going to be mentioned on on WWE programming, and people were like, you know, having a shit fit about that. It makes sense. Why would you address just like has the coronavirus or COVID nineteen really been addressed other than the first episodes when we started doing the PC? And it wasn't even really addressed no. then. And why would you other than I would I agree it's a weird turn to just say, Hey, bronze in this match. How about that, guys? And having TV up until the night before for your biggest pay per view of the year. That's weird. Yes. Like I think that is a question mark. Wouldn't have taken much. No, to write Roman out and say, "Oh, who could have done this?" And not as a slight to Roman or anything. I think this is a situation. Whatever you think of the situation, even if we're good with the situation, Roman deciding to go, you don't bring that up. That your one of your biggest stars has just disappeared off of television because you you don't address things like that, right? You you don't address you, the you, people that departed the company. You don't. Like you, you want you want that television well, space unless you're Sarah Logan. Unless you're Sarah Logan. <laughs> what did they do something with that? They mentioned a lot of Sarah Logan tonight. Also, they're pre-recorded, so um, no, not, not everything. No, no, tonight was pretty much live. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I was, oh, I don't know. So, like some of it, I don't know. Anyways, I, however that is, yeah. uh, but I mean, yeah, okay. There's that, but but. Roman's a bigger hole in the roster than Sarah. All due respect to Sarah. Sure. Love Sarah Logan, but you know. Um yes. Roman, Roman, Roman was, Reigns is Roman Reigns. He, he was the advertised main event of WrestleMania. Absolutely. And all over, and all over the Johnny Depp themed opening packet. <laughs> he was. He was. So he did make an appearance technically. Uh but anyways, but but seriously, like like you don't bring that up. Your your television is a safe space for the viewer and not a space to address these things unless you want that to be a part of your story or something like that. Yeah. Right? Like, like, like wrestling is supposed to be escapism. Absolutely. First and foremost, like that's, that is at least the reason that we're told that they're doing this. And, 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 and WWE does make a decision where it suits them when that happens and when it doesn't. But right mm-hmm. now, why draw attention on your television? Also remember also, Remember also, we are reading these stories and this and that and the other thing and and listening and doing podcasts. When you talk about the people that are watching your USA Network and Fox, they don't we are the minority. Yeah, we the, are the, even Twitterati. Wrestling Twitter is a very small minority of the people yeah. that watch this show. The majority. Now, now, now if Raw gets down to like 300,000 viewers. Then we might be the majority. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because we're all that's left at that point. But but until then, you know, like your your general and 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 go to a wrestling show, uh, go to a WWE show and talk with fans, and you'll 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 go to even like a Ring of Honor show. Yes, everybody will think they everybody acts like they know what's going on, Mm -hmm. but. It's different levels, and it's I know what's going on based on what I watch on TV and read their website and Twitter, right? right. Like their website and Twitter versus mm-hmm. I know what's going on because I read Wrestles Out, right? Right. Versus you know in different uh, different. I, I typically only cite stuff if it's said by actual. Wrestling. Oh yeah, I have a 
big problem with wrestling turtles. But uh, it's just like, well, the feeling is this, and this isn't happening anymore. It's just like, wait, is this a story? Wait a minute. Is this, is this, is this a story? <laughs> Where are the facts at? Just like anything you should be reading on Facebook. It's 2020. There are no facts. Apparently not. Or science. Anyways. Not bitter. Okay, let's go. Uh, (laughs) uh, What are we doing? Um, um, uh, You said you enjoyed Raw today, right? Uh, Did I? Did did I? Or someone controlling the Mayhem account said that there were good wrestles. And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) but there were good wrestles. I'm just like. Yeah, this is a good, this is a good match. Like, I like seeing these guys go. Now, here's the thing. I'm like, yeah, I'll take Aleister Black versus whoever Aleister Black was okay, against. You know, what, you know what this is? Hmm. This is this is a season of Ninja Turtles. Okay. Okay. You're yeah. If, my interest. If if the main villains were Bebop and Rocksteady, like they're there, they're doing good work. Yeah. You're providing a disturbance. Are you saying at the end of the day, you know they're easily beatable and kind of are you are you saying that Garza and Andrade are Rocksteady and Bebop? Yeah, and Angel Theory, yeah. Yeah. And and Zelina's like a really hot Baxter Stockman. Well that's something (laughs) that's something for the safe search later. Um Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. No, but like, like, like Rollins wasn't even on the show tonight. I mean, he, he had a no, sweet chair. Like, he had a sweet like, chair spot. But, but it's it it speaks to the fact that for the past three to four years, if not longer, mm-hmm. we have not built new stars. Okay, I I and, think and the whoa. stars that were built were badly. Like Alistair Black should be a massive thing right now. So what? So wait, 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 wait. I don't think we can judge a lot right now because a lot, whatever the plan was, got thrown out the window. Right? Whatever but, that may but be. Then, but then you work with what you have, mm-hmm. and half of the matches on Raw are established Raw versus NXT developmental talent. Yeah, it's like, glorified like, jobber like, stuff, sure. It's not even glorified jobbers. Like, they're saying these people are on NXT. The only one that's had a televised NXT match before all of this stuff was Santana Garrett. Uh, and no, even no, no. then, that, no, 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 then, no. Uh, Kaden. Um, Kaden Carter, yes. No, but she's like, had plenty like, of matches, but she's also kind of a glorified jobber there, too. Yeah, exactly. She's so, a jobber at NXT. Yeah, so, I mean, but she's great. I like her. But, oh, um, no, she's fantastic. Like, And again, this is not a slight against any of the talent or anything like that. I A lot of the people that have been on Raw, I appreciate them. They're mm-hmm, great. Mm-hmm. But when Apollo Crews like, goes from losing a 2-1-1 match to Sheamus... You qualifying for money in the bank? Uh huh. That's where we have. That's where we have. There was issues. a statement there where they said this is the biggest win of Apollo Cruz's career, and I'm thinking, is it? Did he not have no. some sort of like? Didn't he win an Intercontinental no. title or something at some point? Ooh. No, he hasn't had anything Ooh. all this time. I'm just really? about positive Apollo Cruz has never held a belt. I, the closest. The closest thing he sniffed to a belt was when Tazawa had the cruiserweight title during Titus Worldwide. 
Really? That's the closest thing. So yeah. You're saying Titus Worldwide did not work out for everybody. No, no, it barely worked out for Titus. No, he's he's never won anything in in, in WWE or NXT. I miss Titus on regular TV-ness. Yeah, but like, yeah, but you know, like Apollo, like good for Apollo Cruz. Great, yeah, fantastic. Where, like, it came from nowhere. There was no build to this at all. It did, like. Yes. And and I get we're working in uncertain times. I understand that. I get it. But they clearly <laughs> don't care about brand recognition at this point. No, they don't. I mean, well, they're just trying to put out something. I know, but then have put Cesaro in there. Mm-hmm. Like have have someone come out and have Cesaro come out and take him out because he was upset he lost to Daniel Bryan, and boom, he gets in the Money in the Bank match by beating someone else. I, I still don't even know what the rest of the show is going to be outside of these two, quote, matches. Uh, but I do really hope Aleister Black shows up in a full suit. Um, with, with the, with, <laughs> with, he'll ask Paige for makeup advice to get talk shit, get bit, covered mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, you know what's delightful? You know, oh, uh, I, I, you're welcome for me messing up your dreams. Yes. Um, so he's going to wake up in a cold sweat in the middle of the night. Damn it, Mike. Uh, so. and, then, and then we're just going to go, that guy must have a thing about rats. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I, Sorg, I couldn't sleep this weekend. I turned on the original Ninja Turtle cartoon and I watched the first six episodes, mm. which are basically, uh, and I'm going to say this, it's the best Ninja Turtle movie. <laughs> if you no, because that's what it was designed as. That's the first season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you watch the first six episodes of the Ninja Turtle cartoon, mm-hmm. that is a movie. Mm-hmm. That is a that is a start. It has an end. Mm-hmm. It is a full movie where the Technodrome ends up in Dimension X, mm-hmm. and it is the best Ninja Turtle movie. Yep. And I will fight anyone who says otherwise. Wow, wow. Mm-hmm. I had a point. Oh, I took some advice. Oh, okay. I've been watching some. Well, first, I, I was watching a lot of. Well, it was intermixed. But I went back to Up, Up, Down, Down. Yes! But I've been watching the Cribs episodes. Wait, what? I've been watching the Game Room episodes. Oh! Now, now yeah, I have seen. Really I saw when they visited the guy with the giant setup in Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched AJ Styles. Yep. And then I started to watch some of the uh, uh, major wrestling figure uh, podcast oh, episodes. Oh, yes, sorry, with... leave the memories alone. No, no, it's okay. I'm building new memories. I'm building new memories. Okay. Uh, I watched, I watched uh, uh, the ones from, from their, their figure rooms. Mm-hmm. And then I watched one in Queens where uh, Wrestling Universe up there, they had bought a lot in an estate sale for $1,000. And it was still in boxes in the basement. And they just let them go through the boxes in the basements. Uh, Ryder filled an entire back of his car <laughs> with the toys still in the packages. Um, and he'd get to his dad's house on Long Island. And he's just like, just, just just shoveling them out onto the ground. <laughs> uh, and uh, what was the other one? And and there was one where there was something called Toy Vomit. I don't know where they were. Um, mm-hmm. And there was some ECW Shane Douglas figure. And there's like two different versions. And, it, and the size of the head is, is the biggest thing. So he's calling Chelsea. 
to be like, listen, I need you to go in and look at Shane Douglas and and, oh, no. and send us a picture of him. <laughs> and I'm just oh, like, that, that poor woman. And she, he's like, she's like, what does it look like? <laughs> she's like, <laughs> it was a fan. It, it's it's so like, look at this, and and they're finding like just the wackiest WCW era stuff that I've never seen before. And uh, it, it, it's a lot of fun. I don't know if I could watch. Did they have? Did they have the figure of the giant where Rey Mysterio is a prop? They did not, but there was one where they found an old uh, giant figure that was a big. Oh, that might have been the one though, because they found it loose, yeah. and and they took it to Big Show. It was the it was the toy vomit one, and yeah. he, he just popped to the end of it, and he talked about how he felt bad <laughs> because Rey yeah. Mysterio was basically a prop. Oh. Oh no, Rey Mysterio was literally a prop. I, yes, and yes. I had this figure. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had this figure. I still may have it. Mm-hmm. Because I remember this was my first Rey Mysterio figure. The neck on the Rey Mysterio figure, you could like lift it. Okay. Because they made because they made the giant figure so big that he couldn't put his hand around the normal size Rey Mysterio. So when you put the hand to the throat, the head actually rose to fit it in the hand. To fit it in the huh, hand. Huh. What? Yeah. So they're it's a- bizarre. They were asking him like, "What is, did 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 Ray get um uh residuals off that?" And he's like, he's like, he's like, we don't know. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> he, doubt he's it. Like, oh, well, he, he, he's like, he's like, they never they never specified on the packaging. It's with Rey Mysterio. That's true too. That's true too. Well, he was yeah. talking about. It's like he's like we we didn't know and we couldn't even get our own figures. He's like I he's like I'm in Kmart buying my own toys and the guy's looking at me and looking at the package. <laughs> Not to mention he's the fucking giant, you know, yeah. walking in there as it is. So they, they also repainted that Rey Mysterio figure several times over and put him with like other big wrestlers <laughs> like like what like kevin like, nash and like, stuff what, like, like that kevin nash kevin nash was one of them oh um i believe bam bam bigelow also came with a with an unknown wrestler prop oh geez right, show show was show talked about how like he always just felt bad because it's just yeah. like he's like i like ray and he's a prop in my toy what the hell <laughs> so or you need to go back and watch battle of the brands you do okay there are there are guest stars that show up this is not the this is not the stuff that was featured on the network right this is okay sorry sorry, this is all right all right i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a five minute breakdown as to why you should watch it oh my god we're still podcasting yeah we are i just looked at the time so basically creed and breeze have played smackdown vs. raw 2006 (laughs) for years And on SmackDown vs. Raw 2006, they had GM mode. Mm-hmm. And so when they lived together, they would play each other in GM mode by booking their cards and pitting um, their rosters against each other and who had more fan support. Mm-hmm. And now that Up, Up, Down, Down is a the thing, they finally decided to broadcast it. And Is this CPU? Breeze, yeah. Okay. And Breeze, Breeze wins... Every time, hmm? Creed, Creed has never won, and it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing because then they start bringing in guest stars. Mm. They start doling out punishments and stuff. This is the and, perfect time to watch wrestling adjacent stuff, isn't it? Yes, it really is. Sorg, Sorg. And then when you get because 
season one of Battle of the Brands lasts 52 weeks. Because, they, yeah, they go a calendar year. Oh, jeez. They go, sorry, that's what I'm telling And they're like 15, 20 minute, maybe half hour episodes. Okay. It's the best thing to have on in the background because you don't need to watch anything. No. No, you can watch for certain reasons. The games are so cut up, you can't really follow them anyways. But it's, well, no, it's they more don't the even reactions. Watch, they don't even watch the matches. Yeah. Yeah, you're just watching because they simulate all the, or they simulate all the match results. <laughs> Is that how they say it? Yes, that's how they say it. It, it, it developed over the course of time. But, uh, but yeah, like they go through an entire calendar year. All right. Yeah. And then Sorg. When you get to season two, because they just started it up again, this time it's different. They're not using the roster from SmackDown versus Raw 2006. Mm-hmm. Xavier Woods, in his. <laughs> he's been quarantined longer than any of us because mm-hmm. of his injury. Mm-hmm. He was pre quarantined. It's kind of yeah. like it's kind of like with Dutters. Like she's like, I've been on quarantine since the beginning of the yeah, year. So. Basically. He made current roster guys that he feels have been underutilized. And nice. then what he did was he simulated an entire season using those guys to build up their stats. Mm-hmm. And then they started again with a new draft. And now he has them cut promos. Oh, boy. And Sorg, I will tell you this. If I, Mad Mike, were to right now tell you my feud of the year for 2020, it is the online feud in Battle of the Brands between Drew Gulak and Drake Maverick for the World Championship. That is not a joke. That is not hyperbole. Sorg involves circumcision. <laughs> oh, so, okay. so, Sorg. So, Sorg. Yes. You, you can start Battle of the Brands from season two. Mm-hmm. You can. I recommend you don't. <laughs> like just a watch I reco- feed I recommend. I recommend you just go all the way through. Just, just put it on in the background. It's great. Mm-hmm. Breeze and Woods are hilarious. They have special guests. They will bring in Zelina Vega to randomly book matches. And she's adorable. And it's great. I'm telling you, Sorg, this is your new Lucha Underground because it's Breeze and Woods booking Raw and SmackDown from 2006. And Xavier Woods really, really likes Davari. <laughs> Davari was an agent until recently. Yeah, I, I know. forgot about that. Yeah, he really likes Davari. Huh? And, and I don't do. Do you and, remember when Davari was on this show? He was a really cool guy. Yeah, I know. Like, and and Woods splits up the Bashams all the time mm-hmm. for no re- for no reason. <laughs> like he's not he's not a great booker. It's really funny. And every and and the best thing is 
if people get dissatisfied on the shows, they jump ship. And what happens when a wrestler jumps from one brand to the other, the match that they were booked in goes away. Hmm. And it's hilarious. I'm telling you, this is what you need to watch, Sorg. This is what you need to listen to. You need to fill your so, life with this. So, Tina, Sorg, t- Sorg, t- your passion for wrestling will return to you. Okay. Okay. You get, mm, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yes. I need. I need. Because I need something. Because indie wrestling. Both. Sorg, if you if you want to hear Breeze and Woods forget how to pronounce the name Sylvain Grenier, <laughs> that is that is the internet yeah. show for you. You know, we yo Riz and I did boot up 2008 a few weeks ago, <laughs> uh-huh. back when we used to physically hang out with each other. Yeah. Uh, so like a month ago, I guess. Those were the days. I was. I I was I was startled by the presence of La Resistance mm-hmm. <laughs> when I went through that. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. oh, Ro- Robert oh, Conway. Shit. Oh shit! Oh, the Conway. Ah, oh, look at that guy. Yeah, I remember him. It's, Sorry, there's the right way, there's, there's the wrong the way, way, and there's, there's the, the Conway. Conway. Yeah, yeah. Also, also, um, you're going through the ECW thing, and it was like partway into ECW, and mm-hmm. you're just like. Why is that guy labeled as ECW? <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's strange, very strange. And the answer was always Zack Ryder. Yeah, yeah, it was. Because Zack Ryder started on ECW. Man, so, like, did Kofi, so did Kofi Kingston. Sheamus did. Sheamus did too. Sheamus did. Yeah, it was it was the proto NXT. It really was. Yeah, it was like Palmer Cannon's new talent initiative without Palmer Cannon. What? <laughs> Sports balling me? Is he sports balling no, me? No, sorry, I'm I'm wrestle talking you. Palmer Cannon was brought on SmackDown as an authoritarian figure for the new talent initiative. Hold on, that, all right. Before, before oh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna look this up. Not the Washington guy. That was this is. Well, that was also no wait. That was later. That oh, was later Mark Henry, I think. Uh, um, it's all meshing. Palmer Cannon. Hey, you know who was Palmer also Cannon. Yes. Uh the the New Talent Initiative. Let's see. Who'd he bring in? Uh <laughs> he was the one who got rid of Muhammad Hassan's gimmick. Um God that where is the New Talent Initiative? This is bothering me now. Okay. Um, new talent initiative. Let's see. Uh, DJ Gabriel. <laughs> Do you remember DJ Gabriel? <laughs> DJ Gabriel. Yeah. Oh. Oh man. Jeez, where is the fucking God? Someone just tell me what the names of the new talent initiative people were. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> internet, internet, tell me, Braden Walker, Ricky Ortiz. Uh, no, that's not it. Damn it! All right, I, I will, I will look this up, and I will, I will figure it out afterwards. Anyway, yeah, like, yeah. Anyway, man, Mike, we've been at an hour on this, for, and we barely talked about Raw. I don't know what the show be is. Fair, right all right. I don't know what I'm going to put in the show notes that we talked about. You're gonna, you might have to send me a few <laughs> re- recollections here. Uh, but uh, Van Mike... Or just, 
just put in five floors of hell. Five That's floors of hell? Okay. Five, five floors of hell. All right. And by the, way, by the way, that promo also made it seem like both matches were going to be happening at the same time. <laughs> Fantastic. Question mark? <laughs> question mark, exclamation point, question mark? It is kind of like... Ellipses? <laughs> It is a little bit of a tune in to see, like, what the fuck are we going to do? We like, don't know. The, the Sorg, they showed a ring on the roof mm-hmm. with both briefcases hung at the same time. Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be Warzone intro mania. <laughs> there better be a bit like. No, no, sir. What is what is going in your head? Like, like, while we have everybody up here, get the helicopter well, and drone. Actually, now be a lot easier, probably. Thank you, Vanguard. Thank you, Vanguard. Um, <laughs> you mouthy drone, you. Mad Mike four eighty three on the Twitter stealing drone. Uh, T-U-B-I dot TV. Search for Lucha Underground and do mm-hmm. something while you're fucking quarantined yeah. lives. Absolutely. And uh, we will be back with the Wrestling Mayhem Show. I am in the current stages of booking. Uh, uh, a fellow that we've had in the awesome cast and was uh, just featured last week on the Jagoff Live podcast, Aaron Kleiber. Uh, so I want to give a shout out. Uh, go look up Aaron Kleiber, uh, grown ass dad. I think they, I think they um, uh, bleep out the ass the text so it might be awkward uh but he has a special over on amazon prime it's great it's hilarious it's filmed right here in pittsburgh um and uh no i don't have any part of it just he's a cool dude i just want to give a shout out uh and he expressed some interest to talk about wrestling with us in the coming weeks so i want to give that out there and so that's two people um that we've had on productions this month that have amazon prime also magnum's opus uh is on youtube and amazon prime i think now uh you know he's been advertising that but i watched it on the youtubes uh, so go go check out Magnum CK's documentary there. And um, yeah, we'll be back with uh, the Wrestling Mayhem show Tuesday night where we'll talk about something. And uh, uh, we, we'll talk about Black Wednesday. Yeah, well, yeah, because we haven't yet. I, we talked with the the indie guys on, on Thursday about it a little bit, but it was a little bit like, so did you see what happened yesterday? You know, with them, I felt like it was like, I feel like I'm doing May- like Wrestling Mayhem show, but with the indie guys. I was just like, what, we, like, what is the show right now? So. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow night just might be an obituary. Whoa, jeez, jeez. Might just be okay. I'm... Um, but uh, so there's that. Uh, uh Wednesday night, uh, you jag off live. Uh, we're gonna have a comedian, an art comedian, and um, a musician on. Uh, that was just reannounced because we were actually supposed to be done with it, and we got uh, some sponsors to keep going because we did not know how far we were gonna go with this uh, time off situation. <laughs> And ah, dates don't matter anymore. Uh, anyways, so there's that, and then there's uh, uh, we'll be back with the Indie Mayhem show. We'll have some kind of uh, quarantine panel as well. I, I haven't been booking those until the day before, just to kind of see where everybody's at with things. Uh, listen to your parents nine nine o'clock on Thursday, and we will probably return with some kind of gameathon. We had another night of uh, Rocket League um, that got nasty on Friday night. Uh, so, so stay tuned and see what it could be rocket league. We're trying to fish out what other games we can kind of, uh, handle through the system here. So, I mean, we only have so many games available. <laughs> so, uh, and cross play and making sure everybody's involved and, uh, please go check the RWA 64 person interactive tournament and get your vote in bracket. A is voting now and there'll be great, uh, promos. And, uh, we're actually splitting out all of those, um, Match by match, each analysis uh, to ca- check out. Those, uh, uh, Mike Shark Boy is a part of this. 
because it's everybody that was ever, ever in RWA, and that includes Shark Boy. Um, sort. Yes, I'm hereby putting all of my substantial support behind Shark Boy. I think he takes on Nick Nero or something, if I recall. So. Good. Fuck Nick Nero. <laughs> listen, we listen. I did have a camera incident with Nick Nero, but we actually worked it out. Now, wait, Sorg, I have a question. It's very important. It's relevant. Is it Stone Cold Shark Boy? Yes, absolutely. Unequivocally. Okay, yeah, then fuck Nick Nero. Okay, okay. Yeah. And I didn't oh, have so oh, shell, yeah. And it's it's before like RWA was doing like half decent footage, so I had no footage, and I, I happened to pull up a ball field show uh, from IWC that had him as as Stone Cold Shark Boy. I'm pretty sure I'm in the crowd. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, it, which was apparently, and apparently this was an outdoor show that RWA had done too. So I was just like, wait a bit. So Shark Boy okay. is only allowed at outdoor shows apparently. So anyway, that's well, enough. Yeah. Sword that just makes sense. He's Stone Cold Shark Boy. Mm-hmm. Come on, yeah. Uh, check out everything, and uh, please thank you everybody supporting uh, on the Patreon, IndieWrestling.us. We gotta get out of here. Mayhem out. Mayhem out. Mayhem out. Mayhem out. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.